Welcome to the Saturday edition of the Field of 68 Best Bets Show presented by Bet Rivers. Yes, we are the three-man weave. Yes, two of us have spinny hats. Yes, one of us has a bucket hat and is outside. That's Matthew Cox. Matthew, explain yourself and give me a takeaway of why you are in Florida and why you are wearing a bucket hat. I'm tired of picking losers and the people deserve winners and I need to do whatever possible to change something, Kai. The status quo wasn't working, so we're going to get down to Naples. Florida Matty Naples is back in effect. He's outside repping the Sun Beach hat, Jimbo. So I apologize. I'm not participating in our spending Saturdays, but there's bigger, there's more important things at stake here, and that's winners. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jim. Here's what I'll say, Matt. If you don't wear the spinny hat and don't bring winners, there's going to be hell to pay. So I know. You, you there's a lot of rumors right going if around. You're gonna, yep. If you're going to go anti spinny hat on spinny Saturday, that's you can add me to uh, Patrick old. Ewing in the list of uh, potential hot seat candidates right now. So yeah, we're going to have you'll, to ask you'll see me we in those rumors, you, right but up, we'll yeah. ask you to resign. <laughs> that's, that's Matt, to. please resign. Hey, Kai, hey, my takeaway is that I want VCU in my tournament. I, I, I like that team. They're athletic. They're fun with Ace Baldwin. They actually have an offense. They lit up. Richmond, maybe one of the more disappointing teams out there. I like VCU. I hope they get in. Uh, they're, they're kind of right by the cut line per our own Fielding 68 Bracketology show. So nice give me the Rams. Yeah, yeah I, I hope so too, Jim. I hope we make it too. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm stopping the conversation right now. I want to go right to the rundown. I want to talk to fellas. Yep. I want to get into the nitty gritty. And we're starting with Texas Tech at Texas. The revenge game for Chris Beard. I hope the Longhorn faithful show out for Texas today, Matt, it was interesting. Did you see the Fran Fraschilla tweet? Apparently, a bunch of Texas Tech students bought season tickets a long time ago for Texas. Uh, there's a whole refund process trying to happen, so Texas Tech doesn't overrun the stadium. Hilarious, awesome. I would expect nothing less from Texas Tech. Who do you like in this game from a matchup perspective, though? I actually like Tech, and people are like, "Whoa, you just took Texas!" Like very. Confidently, last time these two teams played in Lubbock, which turned out to be a foolish endeavor. I, oh, I watched Texas a lot the last few weeks, and um, you, you look at the just some of the roster issues they're having. Obviously, the Trey, the Trey Mitchell um, exodus or sort of MIA situation is odd. I know he wasn't really a big factor anyway, and uh, Timmy Allen's been their their uh, their bell cow up front. Jim, they've gotten some better play from their guards, but still, it has not been consistent all season. And that offense does not excite me. And even the defense, I think, can be beat. Uh, I know Texas Tech is a different team outside of the friendly confines of Lubbock, but this is more about Texas for me than it is about Texas Tech. So I like the the Red Raiders. I'm, I'm, I'm not with Matt here. I think this is Texas's game. They've actually been pretty good three of their last four, Matt. The, the win at Oklahoma, a desperate Oklahoma team that was still yeah, full that was strength then. Yep. They beat Kansas sure. at home. They dominated Iowa State at home. Uh, I actually think they've, they've trended up a little bit. And without Trey Mitchell, it might help their pecking order, figuring out their roles. The concern coming in this year was how are they going to feed so many miles offensively? And now it's less of a concern. So mm. I'm kind of leaning Texas here. I think they get the revenge and Texas tech man away from home, just a different team that, that matters quite a bit. Two and four straight up on the road in big 12 plays, Texas tech. Uh, you're right, Jim. They're not the same away from Lubbock. Also Christian Bishop, man, had a great game for Texas against Oklahoma when they won on the road there. He was impressive. I wish Dylan DC would play more. Still don't really understand that. Uh, maybe, maybe he plays more in this game against Texas Tech. I lean towards Texas as well. Now, three and a half points seems like a lot to lay. But you have to think the 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 Texas-Austin faithful are out in full force today. At least I hope so. I hope we get another good crowd here. I hope Texas gets it done. I, I love the rivalry. The split series just feels right between these two. 
Moving on down the line, Tennessee is going to Arkansas. Tennessee has been Jim Rocky top solid lately. <laughs> Five straight sure. wins. Sure. <laughs> They've won eight of the last nine. They're knocking on the door of a two seed, but Arkansas has been white hot too. winners of 10 of 11, 10 and one against the spread the last 11. Do they get it done today at Bud Walton? Yep. I think they do. I think there's a little bit of a letdown for Tennessee off that big Kentucky spanking. Uh, Arkansas is an awesome team at home. Best bet here guys right away early wow. in the rundown here. Minus two, the Razorbacks. A team that we've had, you know, kind of a complicated relationship with mm-hmm. with uh, this this year, but they have trended way back up after a, a rough early start. I think Musselman has figured out the rotation, and again, I, I, I talked pecking order with Texas. I think Arkansas has it figured out as well. So with Tennessee coming in off that high, maybe the the emotional letdown of going on the road. I like the Razorbacks here, Matt. I have a feeling, as always, you're going to be against me. No, I'm not. My price certainly indicates I should be against you, but my gut tells me you're right. Um, and the only reason why I'm not betting is because I've just been a stubborn backer of my Vols and they've shown they've shown signs of, of life. And like I said, they haven't really fallen out of favor with the analytic rankings. They're just kind of a tough nut to crack, Kai, a situational bet, if you will. Uh, I think Jim has the winner here. Just watching that Arkansas team at home, the that crowd is bananas crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that matters. I, I think this season, like the elite, elite home courts, I'm just a little bit scared of. So and Arkansas yep. certainly falls into that that group. I Arkansas's right side as well. Spot plays up for them. Tennessee out that Kentucky win. That that was a fantastic effort. Arkansas's defense, by the way, number one in the SEC. Now shooting luck is part of the story, but they had the athletes to pressure ball handlers. Kind of makes sense. Uh, and their offense, the the veteran leadership in the backcourt with no tie with likes, they're poised. They 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 won't turn it over. I don't think be bothered by Tennessee as much. So I like them here at home as well. Moving on, Big Ten battle, Illinois is at Michigan State and Illinois. Has now flipped to a favorite mat. They're minus one and a half at Bet Rivers. They're off a Rutgers loss. Michigan State has dropped three of four, and they're one and four against the spread in the last five. Talked about how I don't like Michigan State very much. Who do you like in this game? Um, torn. I think I've been a little bit higher Michigan State than both of you, but I still love Illinois. Uh, I, I keep trying to nudge them up in my Big Ten totem pole close to the top, uh, even though Purdue, I think, still has the slight edge, in my opinion. I love the Illini here. Now, Lansing can be a, a house of horrors, Jim. I mean, the, the Brunson Center is a tough place to go in and win. The students are packed there around the lower bowl. I, I've been to many a game there, and that's a, in being a, in being in that environment is not a, a place you want to confidently back a road Big Ten team. But I think Illinois has the chops to go in there and get a win. That's my lane, but no official play. Yeah, I think the big story for Michigan State is A.J. Hogard. He's dealing with an injury, and he's been much, much better than Tyson Walker at the point guard spot this year, which, hey, we were wrong. We, we, we whiffed yeah. on that. We were, we were thinking Walker would come in and be a real presence for them, but it's been a little turnover prone, not as confident shooting the ball offensively. Hogard racks up assists at, I think, close to the best rate in the country. It might be number one in the country, his assist rate. Wow. Uh, so he's been outstanding, but he might be banged up. I just don't really trust this Michigan State team right now. They've had some bad stretches at the end of halves, definitely both times against uh, Penn State, first and second half of that game. I think Illinois is just a better team, uh, so I'm, I'm leaning that way. Great point with Michael Rizzo in the chat here. How do you fade a team that gets their home field apparel dropped today? Yeah. You don't. It's Illinois, at least it's man. two points at least, yeah. Yep. Uh, we're talking about game one between these two. 60 possessions, first of all. Extremely low, low low pace here. No Kofi Coburn in that game. Illinois still won. They led by as many as 15. I don't think Sparty can stop Illinois. Uh, excuse me. I don't think Sparty can score on Illinois' defense. Now with Kofi in the game, I, I think it's theirs. I, I think Illinois gets this one done. And also, they need it to keep pace with Purdue in the standings uh, race in the Big Ten. 
You can't Pac-12 get 15 to them without Kofi. What do you mean? Yeah, I know. And we saw them lose to Northwestern with Nance. I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of that team. Uh, Oregon at Arizona. Huge game here. And Jim, wouldn't it be so classic if Oregon just won this game outright? They, they, they lose to Cal yes. at home. They beat a better team at home. They lose to Arizona State on the road. They beat a better team on the road. Do you, do you think it can happen? Yeah, absolutely. Oregon's shown the ceiling. They, they went to UCLA and won. They went to USC and won back-to-back uh, on that, that LA trip. And it just maybe is a team that can play up to its competition. They almost beat Baylor at home when Baylor was rolling and fully healthy uh, in December. So they've played up against these, these high-quality teams. I think their switching defenses can give Arizona's young guards a little bit of issue. Um, and maybe Arizona will take them a little lightly because they saw what just happened uh, on that that. Uh, first game of this trip for Oregon. So that's concerned, Matt. I did see that. I think Oregon's won this matchup like six straight times. Now this is a young Arizona team, but perhaps there is a little bit of vengeance from last year frustration after uh, losing to the ducks. I still think it's too high. I, I really like the, the ducks plus 13 and a half, which is still nerve wracking, but it's where I'm at. Yeah. I think there's something to the fact where teams have proven they can win big games on the road multiple times. Like VCU is a, premier case Oregon. Now they haven't stacked up the quantity of big road wins that VCU has, but uh, you went to UCLA won there. You went to USC, you won there. You've won, you swept the mountain trip. Like these dudes can win on the road. Like I know the Arizona state game was terrible, but yeah, they shot like crap and the game sort of got out of hand. Um, I, I think they compete here. I do college game day, Dana Altman. You're right. You, you said it on the other show, you know, backs against the wall. Everything I think screams ducks early money's brought it down though. Kai. So if you're trying to hop in now, um, I believe it's sitting at 12. No, sorry. It's down to no, it's back to the 13. So it bounce up. To, yeah, yeah. I would hit it now at 13. I think it's hit 12 in a, an hour ago or something. If it's, if it's something you care about the difference here between the Ken Palm spread of 17 right. the, or the actual spread of 13 indicates that they kind of want Oregon money. They can, they could not open yes. the team 17 where analytics right. have it. Yeah, de- uh, definitely. And, and Oregon's down, of course, because they just got blown out by Arizona State. I, we don't think they're the 80th team, and the best team in the country for Kim Palm. And odds makers know that, too. I don't know. I'm kind of worried about the Ducks. They have tall guys, but can they really handle Coloco, Tubelas, Ballo? I don't know if Dante and Biddle are for the challenge. And if Arizona's engaged in this game, which I don't think they have any reason not to be, that's kind of scary to me. So I, I think we do get an Oregon home run effort here, but I'm still hesitant to take your, uh, uh, Oregon against Arizona. Chat hey, quick, uh, yes. quick news update real quick. Kevin McCuller Matthew? is not warming up for Texas Tech. I think that was expected. Second game he will miss likely here. Didn't need him against Baylor. So, um, again, injuries don't matter. But for those who think they do, there you go. Uh, chat mob, <laughs> let's obviously start off with our locks from our mobster uh, profits as they've been so far. Pat Taylor, 10-3 and three on the year, folks. Make sure you're tailing him blindly. He was looking at Wake, minus six, Kai, hosting the Irish. I'll be honest, but a little high to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, Notre Dame could potentially be a little bit shorthanded. I worry about teams that don't have good depth starting to fade as we get into the late dog days of February, especially with the condensed COVID schedules that a lot of these guys are dealing with. Yeah, first reaction was that spread feels high. Um, but I, I think Wake can get it done. Notre Dame on the road isn't quite as good this year as they've been at home, which they've been immense at home. So I, I kind of lean towards Wake, even though it feels a bit high. Jim, Jess Whalen asking about his best bet. Baylor minus 12. I also like the other side here. I think this is way too high. Uh, TCU team um, catching 12 at uh, Baylor. What do you think? TCU has been better against the elite teams this year. They've actually, they're one of the teams that has played up when you filter for top competition. 
Uh, but Mike Miles was terrible last game, like outright horrendous. So maybe he's still banged up, not fully healthy. Uh, that is a concern. Nothing for me. I, I'm not taking anything on that game. This is kind of terrifying. Now, our guy Teach is asking about his two best bets, and I like both the opposites in this one. Kai, please agree with him and not with me, because if you've agreed okay. with me the last few weeks, that's not gone well for you. He's looking no. at South Dakota hosting Western mm-hmm. Illinois, the Leathernecks coming to town after getting smashed in the mouth by South Dakota State. Also looking at Pitt. Wants to back Pitt, Kai. Laying three points. I know no, I like, Tech at home. Just I, like Georgia, take I like Georgia Tech in that game. I, do um, I don't think Pitt should be laying three. So I, I think it should be a pick. Honestly, and I know Pitt's been playing a lot better, um, but Georgia Tech's not completely hopeless. The other game, Matt, I know you like the Leathernecks. I kind of like South Dakota. Uh, I, I'm oh, kind of boo-hoo. I've bought all the way in on the Coyotes. I, I think they're really good. Fair, uh, Jim Ethan Wright asking about the Georgia State Georgia Southern uh, quasi back to back. Just play Thursday. Um, Georgia State continues to roll. Man, that defense is you know they're vaunted up front. They keep it rolling, or do you go with the uh, the flip flop here on the other team? Jim likes Under, the under. second best bet here, Matt. Second Boom. best bet. Another early Set. reveal. Under 133 and a half. The, the first game had 142 points. I think that's a little dicey. Uh, the, the Georgia State defense has been really good, Matt, and they're getting killed on three-point splits. At some point, that's going to go down. I think Georgia Southern scores like 55 here. Uh, as long as Georgia State doesn't go nuts, I think we're in good shape. So that's my second best bet. I've got two today. That's it. So they, they've both been already revealed. Good. Like to uh, love spilling some of the beans early here. Kai Matthew Akers asking about Clemson Louisville. I don't know why you'd even look at this game. This is an ultimate skip. Move on down the line. Um, Louisville with their issues and Clemson is the walking wounded right now. Your thoughts? It's a fascinating cat, Matthew. You have Hunter Tyson out still for Clemson. They look terrible without him. But you have Louisville, who's in complete disarray. Malik Williams might be in the doghouse, might not be in the doghouse. Samuel Williamson might be in the doghouse, might not be in the doghouse. I don't know what to do for this game. I probably lean towards Clemson. Even without Tyson, they seem like the more cohesive team here. I'm not super scared of the Yum Center, so probably lean towards Clemson. Uh, yeah, I mean, just when you have Malik Williams and Sam Williamson having the coaches, DMPs, and the, the quotes that you're getting out of that camp, it's just, oh, that's, that's a hard stay away for me. Um, hey, quick update here. I think this may be just more hearsay, but the Tom Crean firing could be like as soon as today. So uh, look for that oh, line to probably crash. Mayhem. You think it'll um, crash? Not, I think well, I think people bet against that stuff, right? Failed to report an alteration between assistants. Seems like there's some coaching rifts. That's that I crash them, right? It would take off. Oh, sorry, yeah. take Three, off the other way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's an excuse, I mean, don't, don't in my opinion. <laughs> that's that's an excuse. Uh, they're looking for an excuse to fire him with cause. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I also, I like Ole Miss anyways in that game. So Ole Miss <laughs> minus three. I like that. Go Land Shark. It is Jim, our one of our top ten fans. Uh, looking at Troy, four point dog. Why are they a four point dog at Coastal? It's because Troy defies the odds every time they take the floor. Duke Miles is back to his will he, won't he, a.k.a. in this case, won't he play? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who shows up for Scott Cross. They, they play well. That's kind of where I'm at in this game. Yep. I, I have a hard time fading them because of some of the lineup ins and outs that they have going on, but they've been excellent. Uh, we, we've kind of been waiting for the Scott Cross renaissance in the Sun Belt. We didn't time it up very well this year. No, we guys. didn't. We I missed it. I think we were ready for it, but yeah, I'm staying away on that game. I don't have anything. Yeah, it's been sitting at minus four coastal, no action either way. I Yeah, hard to stay away from me. Uh, Kai, Virginia, Miami under, asked about by Chris Garvin. Um, I mean, obviously, Virginia unders are a pretty obvious angle, but it's been bet down from 130 to 127, so you've missed a lot of the value. Any take there? I'd probably lean towards the under. I usually do in the Virginia games. Yeah, it could be a slog. I lean that way, Matthew. 
Jim, our Beach Boys, the Paris 11, asking why, why is this team running away from the beach up to plus five right now? They are tra- traveling to Cal State, or sorry, Cal UC Santa Barbara. Um, I don't know why my screen has that label so funky. Travel is a, in quotations, not really a far travel. Uh, do you think this spread's too high? Yes, I do. Beach has been rolling. They cover every mm-hmm. single game. I think they've covered every Big West game so far. Uh, Santa Barbara has not been on point. Ajare Sani likely still out. Uh, that's too many points. I think the beach gets another cover, probably even out outright win. Mm. It, it, yeah, I did miss the team. I'll be honest. If it was serious steam, it's probably injury related, <laughs> and the people betting the injury team and other stuff this season. Um, and I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, so even if it is, I don't care. The beach is deep, and I'd wait for it. Hop it now. If guys are out, they missed. They they were awesome without Hampton for a few games. So no no big deal. Um, Kai, here we are. Interested in both Bradley and Bryant. Little alliterative mm. bees here. The Braves are awesome, even though their record doesn't quite indicate that. They're laying eight to their crosstown rivals, Illinois State. Got bet down. Some money coming in on the Redbirds. Your thoughts? I think this is the first game without Dan Miller for Illinois State. Second game? Uh, okay. Not sure that matters. They you know, the last game, right? Against Northern Iowa, right? In a rivalry know. game, I tend to think Illinois State actually competes in this one, and they've been feisty as a dog. So I'd, I'd probably stay away from laying the eight with Bradley. Bryant, I'd probably lean towards Bryant. They're a freaking wagon. Even though it's 16, they could blow Fairleigh Dickinson out of the water. I think they do blow Fairleigh Dickinson out. Yeah. Um, all right. Two for from Austin. Like, guys, just tell me when you want to get back to the outline here. I'm locked in, loaded in my zone. That's your choice. That's your choice. Uh, all right, fine. I'll give me, give me, after... give me, give me this last one here. All right, two for this last yeah, two for two for for Jim uh, bundle. Here. Jim, James Madison, UNC Wilmington, Kai, Sacramento State, Idaho State. Both of you just rolled your eyes because I know we have no real yeah, take on of either of these matchups. Um, um, so actually, sorry. I, my my take would be I, I kind of like UNC Wilmington. They're off the loss to uh, Towson. Towson. Yep. It's going to be a, a lively crowd. Trask has been an awesome place to play this year, and James Madison. They're still like in that will they or won't they get to play in the postseason they're trying for the appeal process trying to get there um i just don't trust that oh, team with some point. of the injuries they've had wilmington actually has has played quite well recently so i would lean towards the seahawks there bounce back uh sacramento state's covered one game in the last like 15 or so and idaho state is looking pretty damn good now they're they're starting to trend up to where we thought they'd be in preseason i lean their way uh four and a half's getting a little high but still lean their way Quick whisper on the Idaho State. I did a little bit of reading this morning. I think Tariq Cool may have got injured, and that coincided with the big Northern Colorado comeback. If he is indeed out for the Bengals, uh, you can bet there will be a multi-point move. Uh, he's been pretty key for that team. Um, no all right, back to the <laughs> – wait, what did you say? No one's moving that game multi-points. Oh, people bet on injuries all the time. I mean, they're all idiots. But, hey, I haven't picked winners in weeks, so who am I to talk? Kai, back to outline. <laughs> all right, let's talk Big Ten. Let's talk Iowa at Ohio State. Iowa gym, all metrics, no resume, zero Q1 wins on the Hawkeye team sheet. This is a huge game for them. Can they beat Ohio State at Ohio State? Nope. Paper Tiger. <laughs> uh, I don't like. I don't like <laughs> Iowa on the road. I don't like Iowa. Thanks, against, Gavel. <laughs> hey, he asked. I answered. Uh, I don't like Iowa against good teams. Like the, their metrics are definitely inflated by blowing out inferior competition. Look at Maryland. Look at Nebraska. Go back to their non-conference portion of the season. The fact that they have no Q1s pretty much exemplifies like that's what they've been this year. I don't trust them going on the road. It's tougher number to lay with uh, some of the, you know, still no justice suing back for Ohio State, but they're used to that. I like the Buckeyes there. Not not strong enough to lay it, but that that's my gut. Yeah, price is sharp. I'm not going to add anything here, Kai. Minus five is pretty much spot on. Uh, total is 153. So I think it comes down to how much does Ohio State want to keep this to a crawl? Or are they going to get up and down and try to attack in transition? 
Uh, how efficiently do they score against a relatively porous Iowa defense, especially away from the friendly confines? I guess I lean Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State's Big Ten wins, seven of them. Penn State twice, Minnesota twice, Nebraska, Northwestern, Maryland. Hmm. Now do that's that with many, Iowa. That's not many good wins. I know. I'm just saying Ohio <laughs> State doesn't have many good wins in, in the Big Ten. They beat Michigan on the road. They beat Wisconsin at home. I, I think it's possible for Iowa to win this game, but they have to outscore Ohio State. And that's not saying it's a simplistic take there, but they have to literally outgun them because they're not going to stop them. Ohio State's going to put up 1.5 points per possession, whatever. So you need to shoot. They can do that. It's probably a little bit uh, too much to ask especially on the road. Alabama at Kentucky is our next game. Matthew, good bounce back chance for Kentucky. And Jim mentioned that Arizona-Oregon discrepancy in the spread at Kempom. Kempom has this game Kentucky minus 10. We're seeing it closer to seven for odds makers. That makes more sense to me. And we know Alabama sucks on the road. They lost to Mizzou and Georgia on the road for crying out loud. Matt, where do you lean in this game? Well, I think Ty Ty Washington is the key part of this handicap. Um, if he's going to be out as, as long as the early reports were after getting injured in Florida, we've, we've saw how much he means to this team. Uh, just every time Kentucky's had a, one of those guards out of the, out of the rotation, I tend to trust them less. I did lean Bama at seven. It's been bet down to the six and a half. I, I can endorse Bama um, at six and a half. I think you're trying too hard to bet on Bama positive regression if you're coming in at, at that price, but seven or higher. Um, I, I think Bama Jim, Seems like a vintage game where they get up and they play well. You know, are they going to ever make shots at this point? Maybe they're just not a good shooting team, and we just need to move on and you know reframe how we think about them. What do you think? They're not a good shooting team, but they're better than three for thirty, and that's what they shot against Kentucky Last in the game, first yeah. meeting. That is insane. Mm-hmm. A little bit of the old road flip flop here, Matt, with the uh, Alabama took the loss in Tuscaloosa to this uh, Kentucky team, and there's there's injury questions obviously about Ty Ty, but there's whispers Severe Wheeler has a wrist issue as well. So if they're without both, then I would be okay taking the six and a half. But I think Wheeler will probably end up playing, even if he's a little bit limited, they need him out there. Um, So at seven, I would have been okay with it here because I think I like the spot enough for Alabama and with no tie tie, but uh, waiting to see what Wheeler's status is before I do anything with six and a half. Yeah. Bama was pretty respectable with Kentucky first game. Uh, Then UK just stepped on the gas and got up 17 and was over. Alabama got Sheba in foul trouble in game one. That was key. Can they do it again? I'm not so sure. Uh, he still had like 15 boards and did just fine. Uh, yeah, I, I think Kentucky can stop Alabama, not the other way around. So I'm kind of leaning towards Kentucky here. Next game. Wow, what an awesome game to have on the slate, fellas. North Texas at UAB, the battle for Conference USA. These teams are 43 and 44 in Kempom right next to each other. And Jim, North Texas still has a chance in that large. This would go a long way if they get this Q1 win. UAB won early in January. Do they get the flip-flop revenge win here? Yes. I, I love this North Texas team. Uh, they, they, the first game had some frustrating shooting luck for them. Uh, the other, I guess on the other end, UAB, Quan Jackson made like three threes, and he was yep. going into that game like two for 25. I watched it. It was mega frustrating. Um, now they're getting some points at home. North Texas is a really tough team to blow out, Matt. So I think the real risk is if there's like free throws late and they extend and win by five or seven. But I don't think this is going to be any sort of a 10-point game either way. Give me the points. I think these teams are basically equal. Love the revenge angle. Love Grant McCasland. North Texas, mean green for me. Yeah, I mean, UAB off of the uh, the 
unleashing holy fury revenge on rice uh, that's either a hey we're back on track or that was just a one game spot situational thing if you look just prior to that kai we saw uva started to come back down to earth mm-hmm. and north texas has done nothing but make me look like a fool so i'm with jim i'm more inclined to take the points here in what should be a relatively low scoring ugly ugly game uab's offense i'm sorry defense is terrifying but i do not trust that team on offense it's basically if they don't get second chance points if they don't make tough tough contested shots which they can do and they have done at times this year um but grant mccaslin as a dog yeah i like that angle yeah and coming around on north texas everybody's coming around well i'm not the problem in the first game uab hit shots and they crushed the glass they they owned the offensive rebounding which was weird and north texas on the other hand couldn't get a second chance to save their life very strange they missed outside shots too they missed free throws it was a terrible game for north texas now played 60 possessions they get down they're kind of like the virginia team 16 seed upset where it's hard to come back from a deficit but i think they get it done here too on the road here i think they get the revenge spot Worth noting, their last game of against Florida Atlantic, 56 possessions. I mean, North Texas is controlling pace in every single game. This one's going to be slow, slow, slow. That favors the dog here at plus four. St. Louis at Davidson, A-10 matchup. Jim, tough matchup for SLU here. The Davidson's offense feels like they can kind of tear them apart. What say you? Yeah, I like Davidson here. I think SLU... They had a, a nice little run in kind of late January into early February, got up to where they are in analytics rankings that has depressed this line down to two. But in like mid-January, I think this would have been Davidson minus five or six. They, they've just struggled as a big favorite in league play, which has sort of taken their ranking down. I still trust Davidson, Matt. And I think the fact that they can rebound defensively and keep slew off the glass is pretty key. So I like Davidson minus two here quite a bit, actually. Uh, love Davidson minus two. I'm was going to add it as my best bet. I was just certain it was going to be bet up by this point. The silver Fox Kai five and one against the spread against Travis Ford since Mr. Ford arrived at slope. Um, so I think we look at, I look at Davidson as potentially, um, having issues against super athletic teams like Rhode Island is actually an odd bugaboo that has been a thorn in their side in, in recent years. Uh, slew kind of built the same way the last couple of seasons, but for some reason, uh, McKillop owns Fort, and I think that matchup angle holds today. The better team, uh, in a pretty good spot. So I think Davidson's a no-brainer. Two four-factor uh, matchup angles that, that favor Davidson here. Davidson leads the league in free throw rate. Slew fouls a ton, and they've always fouled a ton. They're going to send them the line a lot. Davidson's the best defensive rebounding team in the league to combat Slew's offensive rebounding edge. Two good factors in Davidson's favor. I lean their way as well at minus two and a half. Chat mob round two, round it up, Matthew Cox. What do we got? All right, ready? Dig in, buckle up. Uh, hey, I'm gonna throw yes for a loop here. My guy Mitchell Harrison hopping in the chat. Uh, imaginary Mitch to both of you, by the way, who you've never met, but I always cite he's his logic real. and intel. He's not real. Yeah, he okay. actually might be. He might be. Uh, he's got a prop bet though, and he's been crushing prop bets all year. I can attest for my side uh, betting wager at a bet rivers, of course. A dang good one over one and a half threes made today, minus 108. Um, at most shops, he averages two makes over two makes a game against a Wake Forest team that's probably going to key in on Hub and Wesley. So there it is. Boom. Thoughts, <laughs> concerns. Seems logical. I'm, I'm, I'm going down in here, having a hole I can find value at this point. Uh, hey, everyone's asking about Towson in Charleston, mm. uh, the Tigers and the, uh, the Cougars. I think Towson feels like a no brainer here, but this line's high, awfully high. Is it that high? I don't think it's that high. It's up to four. Charles, yeah, it's fine. Three and a half. Yeah. 
Check on John Meeks there. May have gotten injured last game. Obviously, if he's out, he's worth like five points. So um, if if the odds makers are privy there, I think the line's about right. I think the line's okay right where it's at. And if Meeks is out, then it's it's way too low. That's what I'd say. Kai, um, sacred thoughts, sacred thoughts. I can't read this handwriting. That username's a little bit confusing to me. Western Michigan, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is tremendous at blowing out bad teams. And Western Michigan, while they have, I would say, two and a half competent players, certainly falls into that cluster of bad basketball team. Spread feels super high. Yeah, talking almost 20 points for a conference game. Western Michigan's not, well, they're pretty bad, but they're not like totally incompetent. I kind of lean their way against Buffalo. Not super stoked to take them, though. Jim, Kenny Ray uh, says IUPUI unders. I feel like that goes without saying. Um, but we probably should yeah. put our stamp approval on that. I don't even know what the total is. I yeah. can't Young possibly put a actually low defending enough. pretty well this year too. So yep. uh, I think some people have been all over the IUPUI team totals this year and sure. I, I'm okay with that as well. And Kai Ken also looking at this from a very shrewd handicapping lens, this next one, Washington covered at USC. Now mm-hmm. they're catching more points against UCLA kind of likes them to continue riding that streak. What do you think? Yeah. 17 points is crazy, especially the way the Huskies have been playing in pac 12. I think uh, I lean towards Washington. Well, here's some important news. Baylor is without Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer today. So that will affect that handicap if you're Jeez. interested. Um, Yikes. I guess Jeez. get off or get on if you're looking to, to trail injuries. I don't do I, the latter. I already um, liked TCU, so plus 12 seems like a great bet. Uh, Ryan Abramowitz, our boy Jim, asked about Northeastern Hofstra and Georgetown Villanova. The latter, I don't know how you can possibly back Georgetown, but they are sort of this... Houdini late game press backdoor nonsense cover machine at times, um, but their defense is porous. I can't well, possibly trust them here. We saw that we saw Villanova succumb to that against St. John's. They're up 20 and almost lost that game uh, in the final three and a half minutes. So maybe they are prone to that pressure, but it's just wild to see uh, Georgetown is a 20 point dog. In 20 points. I believe I it's only, I tried to look this up last night. I think it's only happened once before. It was in 1999 against UConn that won the national title that year. They were a 20 and a yeah. half point dog and they did not cover at that point, but call it Elamine. And, and Georgetown did compete in that first game. I think they're up like 10 first half. And then Nova's like, oh, we probably should start playing now. And then they, they put yeah. them away late. Kai, 20 is too many, but I agree. I'm not laying it, but screwed it. I think it's, that's kind of where I ended up. Uh, Kai Northeastern Hofstra, are you in the screw Northeastern camp akin to the Georgetown take at this point? Uh, I hate Northeastern so much this year. Yeah, we all do. 11 all and a half is a lot. That's a lot. I'd Bro probably towards bounce Northeastern. back next season. He's bounced yeah. back next season. This year's a throwaway, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree with you, actually. Yeah. I need uh, a point guard. Jim, Fondell's got three. So take your pick, Kai. Pick one of the other. Um, Boston College at Syracuse, North Texas. We talked about that one. Uh, Dayton at St. Joe's. So, Jim, BC, Syracuse going to you. Kai, you're getting Dayton at St. Joe's. I don't really have a hot take in either, I'll be honest. Yeah, BC's been pretty feisty as an underdog. The, the performance at Notre Dame was really impressive. They, they scored more than you would expect. That zone is hopeless for Syracuse at this point, but they could just shoot the crap out of the ball and cover. Um, so that, that's a little too volatile, I think. Syracuse is a tough team to bet for me this year because of their shooting and how reliant they are on that. And BC is getting post back today, um, who I think is actually kind of a key guy against a pretty porous front line in Syracuse. So uh, timely injury note there on my feet. Kai, thoughts on uh, Joe's Dayton? I lean towards Joe's. Uh, Dayton's been awesome lately. Um, they're they're like not super far away from the tournament. I mean, they still kind of are, but like they have like a gosh. JV Rutgers resume. Yeah, like some horrible losses, but awesome but great wins. wins. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think seven's a bit too high here. I, I think St. Joe's is my my side lean. Yes, St. Joe is one of those high variance teams where just because of the talent they have and are a superstar like Jordan Hall, they can play with anyone in a given moment. So if he's hot, 
uh, seven will certainly feel like a hefty mountain to climb for the Flyers. Uh, where did I lost my place here in my outline? There it is, Jim. Lonzi asking about North Dakota State. Um, we love back in the Bison at home. Is it too short? Uh, I so I liked I, I, this first line. I was like, oh, UMKC plus seven. I, I kind of like that. And I looked an hour later, and it was five already. Like people hammered it down. So at this point, I'm kind of just staying away. Kai says over. Over. Uh, I don't disagree with Kai. I think Kai's onto something there. Kai, I'll stay right with you. Uh, sure. You need that boost of confidence. I'm always here to provide it for you. I am your yeah. spirit animal. You are. But Mr. Medved or Medvets, Jake Medvets, uh, asking if Cal catching points against Utah is a good look. I like the other side. I think the Utes are, um, I don't know, not trending up, but they got a big win against Stanford. I think they keep that role. Not I a like Cal. Cal- I like Cal plus two. You're an I don't, I I like Cal. I, yeah, I'm not sure they should be a dog. Even without Cal, Kelly. Cal, Andre Kelly, good luck to you. That's all I'll say. They beat uh, Oregon. And the Pac-12 is weird. You can't like, <laughs> you could take any team and say this team beat that team or that team lost that team. And This is not it. Utah's year. Next year is Utah's year. Fair. I like it's not Utah. this year. It's Jim, not this Jim's year. right there. <laughs> uh, Jim, Tim Kafer. How about the ancient eight? Talk some Ivies here. Penn Brown and Cornell Harvard. Uh, any takes on either of those two? Cornell Harvard is about as big as it gets for making the Ivy tournament. Those two are basically locked mm-hmm. into that fight for the four spot. Uh, I kind of lean towards Harvard. They got tripped out back yesterday. No Ledlam, but they're, they're getting closer and closer to full strength. And that team full strength is just better than Cornell. So uh, what was the other one, Matt? Uh, Harvard. Yes. Or Penn Brown. Sorry. You just talked about Cornell Harvard. I, I like Penn better, but they had a, a, a disappointing final, like three minutes yesterday where they let Yale get away from them. Jelani Williams is out. And Johnny Williams and keep yeah key injury for Penn. Penn's been banged up all year. They uh, it's kind of tough to get a read on them. He matters. He does matter. Agree. Um, Kai Graham Haynes asking about Xavier UConn. I have no read on either one of these teams. Thoughts? Uh, without Nate Johnson, uh, it's scary to back Xavier. I liked I liked Xavier at six and a half yes. seven, but Jim reminded me Johnson's probably out. UConn, I'm still don't think UConn's that great. And Xavier beat him the first game. Say what you will about that. UConn has not been beating teams by a lot of points lately. I think like eight points is the max they've won last whatever games, uh, not named Georgetown. So I'd probably lean towards Xavier. Under. Yeah. I, I think Jim's got, yeah, I agree with you. 140 seems very, very high for you know, without I mean, Johnson, UConn. Johnson's without Johnson. Shooter. Yep. Second a game out for the X-Men. And I just don't trust that offense as much outside of Centas Center. Uh, strolling through the chat here. I think I've hit all the main boards. I'm always... Um, I always discriminate against the extra because they've treated me so poorly this season. I'm trying to find a couple of juicy ones. Uh, Oh, Hey, here's one just came through main board, Santa Clara Gonzaga. Um, I love the over and the Paris is onto that. I was on the over in the first matchup. It sailed over for some reason, Santa Clara Kai likes to run with Gonzaga. Would you take over one sixty three and a half? Sure. (laughs) I took the over with Gonzaga Pepperdine and it did not get close. So I'm a little scared. Their defense has been so much better lately. Yeah. Uh, trying to find a few more here. Any, oh, a uh, Grand Canyon, Mexico State, Jim. I know you have a good pulse on the Lopes after you attended live. They're going on the road. Nope. They're hosting. Lo- they're hosting. So the, uh, yeah, the Lopes will be loud and proud. You got the thoughts there? Uh, I kind of like New Mexico State. I just think they're better this year. They, they got too. swept three times by Grand Canyon, uh, the double mm-hmm. matchup and then the tournament. And I think New Mexico State gets them back this year. They've already won once. I think they get them a second time here. Yeah, I love backing the Aggies when they struggle in non-con because Chris Shan's always, you know, sort of rope adopes us to start and then has his team playing well by the time March rolls around. Uh, I'll throw Jets Pete a, a little bit of a shout out here. He's going to hype up his best bet of Gardner Webb. 
I'm always down to bet the running Bulldogs, Kai. Um, I don't know where they're playing. I'll be honest, but they're at, Pres- they're Presbyterian. at Presbyterian. Yeah, minus one. The hose, the blue hose. Yeah, I think that's short. Very short. I like. I, I, like, I like Gardner Webb too. Very short. It's like an under game to me too. Yeah. Jim, are we going to support our air troops? Asks Ethan Wright, catching 16 and a half. They have not been as feisty. I think they're one of these underdogs who not overachieved in non-conference, but um, sort of played above their weight class. Minnesota comes to mind. Tarleton comes to mind. What do you think? I think Joe Octave matters. Um, so Tarleton. the fact that he's Tarleton. Oct- Octave's been out Tarleton. for a couple games. Tarleton. Tarleton. Are you done? No, I'm not. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to answer anymore. Screw you. No, I think Octave matters, and that's without him, they've been uh, really struggling as a dog lately. So that's a problem. And maybe teams seeing them a second time through is is troublesome because the it, the zone and the offense doesn't throw teams off as much the second time. Uh, yeah, someone yelling at us for not talking about Duke. I don't really want to talk about Duke either. They're only in 15 to Florida State, and this Florida State team is not like those we've seen in the past. It does feel like a big old honking number, though. Yep, it's a big Texas size number, Matt, but I think Duke kills them. So I, I'm not going to take the points with Florida yeah, State. I, I think Revenge Duke and Revenge Florida State Duke might too. not have four starters. Osborne, Polite, Mills, Evans could all be out. Like that's it's bad. not a, it's not, I a didn't know about Mills and them. Evans. Gosh, that's a, yeah, that's a bloodbath. Mills too. Yeah, that's right. Um, Brian A, another uh, extra two fair here, Winthrop, UNC, Asheville, Prairie View, Arkansas, Peanut Butter, AKA Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Kai. I kind of like my Eagles and my Panthers. Your thoughts? Uh, I'll, I guess I'll take the Pine Bluff one here. Uh, gosh, <sighs> six and a half. That's like the perfect line. It's the perfect song. Man. <laughs> <laughs> How about a round of applause to the odds makers? Wow, what a great line. I, I got nothing in that one. Preview a man. What a frustrating team. They should have been dominant in this, in this conference again this year, and they, they haven't been. Jim, I'll throw you a big sky question. Weaver State hosting Northern Colorado. I uh, talked about how the D has not had the same home court juice we've used to seeing in the past. I've been stubbornly a fan of this Northern Colorado team, but they've been a little bit too inconsistent. Uh, catching six on the road, any takes here? Probably a little bit of a lean towards Northern Colorado, but they're not very deep. I, I think the over is going to be a decent bet. This, this screams yeah, like 95 to 90 to me. I, I think it's a total shootout. Not a lot of defense played. Uh, don't hate that. Uh I have, oh, Drexel Elon just came at the horn. We'll talk about that, Kai. Sure. Um, I was foolishly <laughs> endorsing Elon last time. I said, oh, it's too short. No, Elon's terrible now, Matt. You should have learned that lesson um, two weeks ago. There are a house of cards, I guess a house of cards in collapse. I like the Dragons, land three and a half on the road. I lean Elon plus three and a half. I think this is the wow, spot where they, they're better. Don't do, don't do what I just did. <laughs> I don't That's like Elon. Point. I lean Elon. I'm not actually betting this game, but I, I lean towards the Phoenix. Matt, Brad Evans just asked about Drake Loyola. I know you have a take there. I do. I like me some Bulldogs there. Darian DeBreeze and the dog should be a feisty dog. Bark, bark today. Yeah, spread um, too high. In John Tal. Just too, too high. I hopped yeah. in an eight because I'm really sharp and, um, you are, you know, uh, people like following my plays. No, I just, at seven still worth, worthy of a play. I would hop in at seven. Uh, Loyola is just not, not that good. Not, not been as dominant as a large favorite in conference play. Florida Auburn probably worth discussing. This is the ultimate, like, don't overthink this. I think this line's way too short. Uh, Florida, what, laying, or sorry, only catching three and a half. Four and a half, not, yeah. I know Auburn's not been as good away from home, Jim, but uh, I think that's a that, that's a wager for me. Yeah, I, and Florida's not a team I trust. If this is a team I trusted yeah. in the spot, maybe I'd back them, but Auburn hasn't won a road game by five points in a while. They won by one at Mizzou, won by two at Georgia, lost in overtime mm. at Arkansas. Not been mm. a good road team, so mm. I don't know. Jim, going back to you, uh, UNLV out in your neck of the woods. They are hosting 
the Rams. Uh, Open Colorado State minus three. Jim will be in attendance. It's been bet oh, up to minus nice, four and a half. Um, Jim's presence in the gym is worth huh, is worth probably a point and a half. Gym. So it seems like the early <laughs> money must be accounting for that, Jim. What are you looking at here? Yeah, I think there's the the road revenge here for for Roddy and the boys. They're going to be angry about giving up 45 to Bryce Hamilton in the first meeting. I think the Rams get him back here and uh, cover that spread as well. Uh, I'm not going to entertain the uh, Joe Perella teaser question. We do not do teasers. I'm sorry. Can't not endorse those in good faith. Did we talk about Oklahoma, Iowa State? Probably worth a discussion. I like Iowa the State. Cyclones at home. Iowa yeah. State, I'll do. Yep. Yep. Um, that's it. Let's get the best bets. Best bets. Hey, Matt, kick us off, man. Sure. I'm taking – hold on. I was had a request to no longer speak my best bets. We're going to try a little uh, – <laughs> kind of a change up here so i wrote this down on a piece of paper so for those listening to this on the audio version i guess i'll just reveal it at the very end at the horn but uh, i'll, um, for those I'll watching tell live, what it is sure okay yeah we, we can, I can say what my best bet is all right well it's hard to read good yeah it's hard to read but it says camera. it says pepperdine you got a hold of the camera matthew oh there you go pepperdine let's get wavy says matthew and that's plus seven right now i believe for pepperdine Yep. Wow. Plus six or higher. Hop in. Let's go low row in the boys of Malibu. Okay. All right. Malibu. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous about the young boys after they gave a pretty immense effort against Gonzaga. Now they could <clears throat> potentially fall asleep there, but we'll see. I, I hope coaching I hope mismatch. I'm terrified of that. Yes. Uh, Portland's been awesome. I think it's too high. All right, Jim. Uh, recap. Both of mine have been set already. Arkansas minus two and Georgia state, Georgia Southern under 133 and a half. Those are my two best bets today. All right, guys, I'm going ETSU minus one. East Tennessee State, they lost at home to Citadel. I think they returned the favor here. They led by six and a half, uh, excuse me, in the second half. Citadel hit 12 threes, 41% from three. Hopefully that goes down. ETSU, best free throw rate defense in the league, negates Citadel's ability to get to line. ETSU's, ETSU's weakness is in the, in, the, in the interior defensively. Citadel will not exploit that. ETSU hasn't been great lately, but I think they win this game. Minus one. Uh, bucks. Agree. Right. Bucks there too. Oh, thank you so much, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> that does it for the uh, show. Please Guys, sign off now. Thank you for joining us again. Hey, we're off tomorrow on Sunday as per our usual cadence. We will see you again on Monday at 12 central. Please remember to hit the like button on our way out. Thank you to bet rivers, our sponsors. Thank you to field 68. We will see you next time on Monday. Good luck with your bets.